0: Welcome to Done Deal, a legal podcast brought to you by Jackson Corporate Law. Look, the goal of this podcast is simple, to help you do deals better. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We appreciate you for listening. Now let's get to it. How do you hire in the right way? How do you hire and protect your business at the same time? If you've ever gone through the process of interviewing somebody, if you've ever ever gone through the process of hiring somebody, you understand that that is a difficult process. And regardless of how somebody may um, come off in an interview, regardless of how well they may present in an interview, you never really know if they're a right fit for the job until they actually get into the job. Why is this an issue? Because hiring people inherently is expensive. Um, Now, there are some businesses that have um, you know, very structured and set up training programs. So every time somebody is onboarded, they pay either, you know, a third party company or they have some sort of training program that they put those individuals through cost money. Um, there are certain businesses that, um, based under the affordable care act, they offer um, what's called contributory plans or non-contributory plans, which means that the company is paying all or a portion of the healthcare benefits for their, um, for their employees. Now, in that instance, there there are certain size requirements, but um, if you're on a contributory plan um, as a business, at least 75% of your employees have to be signed up. Um, if you're on a non-contributory plan, which means that the employee pays nothing, the uh, company covers it all, then 100% Where does that exist? then uh, there there are companies that do that. There are okay, com- yes, yeah, then <laughs> then 100% of your employees have to be on that plan. So, um, it gets expensive and you know, not everybody has the means to expend all of that money upfront. So what are some of the things that you can do in order to save yourself? Um, and what are some of the things that you need to know about um, about what you may be able to do in the event that somebody's fired? First off, uh, I, high, I, I highly recommend that everybody put their employees, their new employees on a 90 day probationary period. Now, what is this? This is a period where um, by law, you are protected from certain things so um in a 90-day probationary period was which is really just an introductory period that allows you to um to see if the employee is going to be a good fit if you uh, as you're going through the 90-day period um let's say you fire somebody uh, in a lot of instances when somebody gets fired the first thing that they look to is was i wrongfully terminated right so can i sue for being fired uh if you're fired within the 90-day 90, 90 period the likelihood of you succeeding on one of those those claims significantly decreases it's all it's almost impossible to um to be able to prove a claim of wrongful termination well you know outside of the the you know the smoking gun right um but it's almost impossible to be able to succeed on a claim for wrongful termination if you're fired within within a 90-day period And, uh, and that probationary period needs to be put on paper somewhere, so it's typically put in a handbook or it's put in an offer letter. Now, uh, another thing that you can do is you can say oh, that. Oh,
1: so sorry to cut you yeah. off. you don't necessarily have to have it in an offer letter. When your employee gets that handbook, which most most of us don't read, right. you can just have that disclaimer in that in every single employee. Right,
0: handbook. right. So it says that um, you'll be on a 90-day probationary period, so you won't be a regular employee until. Um, until afterwards, and it says that um, you know there is no guarantee of continued employment after those ninety days. you're always an at-will employee. and um, during those ninety days we'll be we will be evaluating your performance to see if you're a good fit for the role. So it protects you in if in the case that somebody comes in and they're not a good fit and you need to fire them. So that's the first thing. Um, the second thing is if you institute a ninety day probationary period by law, so under the uh, under the Affordable Care Act, you are able to um, to not offer benefits during those ninety days. Well, so healthcare for um, specifically, right? So you'll say that you won't be eligible for all of the um, uh, all of well the full suite of benefits of, that regular employees gets until after those ninety days. Now you can extend a probationary period, however, the um, for the purposes of offering healthcare, it has to be. It has to start no later than the 91st day after that individual has um, has joined on to the company. So you're able to save costs by not having to offer benefits, um, there are certain statutory benefits that you have to offer. So there are certain um, leave requirements that you have to comply with. Now, as far as um, vacation and paid time off, it can accrue during the 90-day period, but you cannot allow them to have access to it until after that 90-day period. So
1: walk it, us through what that means.
0: So that means that, um, so for, uh um, So in the city of Chicago, there's a, the city of Chicago, I think last year passed the um, sick leave ordinance. That means that um, individuals have to accrue paid time off as they work. So for, um, for every uh, 40 hours that they work, they accrue a certain amount of paid time off. Now during that 90 day period, right? So you're supposed to be able to take that paid time off if you, if it's requested for a reasonable um, situation that you're going through. now for that first 90 days, you can say, "Well, you can accrue PTO, you can accrue va- vacation time, but you're not going to be able to take it until after this probationary period is over." Um, I mean, I think everybody that, ha- when in their first job or even in jobs now, they know that during the first 90 days, you bet not ask for no time off, right? <laughs> right? 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 You- well, you
1: know what? There are those
0: like views. Right. 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 Um, uh, and then so what else are you allowed to do? Um, so if somebody is hired, they're on a probationary period, you put them through training and either they, they quit and this can be before or after the 90 days. Now, what a lot of people don't understand is that you can put in your contracts that you can recoup the reasonable cost of training somebody. So you can put in there that, all right, well, um, you know, we put everybody through, $5,000 five thousand dollars worth of training in the six month or ten thousand dollars in value worth of training in the first uh, in the first six months. you can put in your contract that if you leave within that time frame, you are gonna get my money back? You, you get out of
1: here. yes,
0: yes. You will repay me the money that I spent on training you because it's it's expensive to onboard somebody, it is, there it is. and there it is. there are not enough companies that actually use that. So they you know they go through all of these companies to that help them that try to help them find the right fit, find the right person. And I don't know about you, but I can sit in front of anybody and make something sound good. Right. So that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that I can that I fit into your culture, the culture of your company that I'm able to perform in the way that you need me to for whatever reason. So in that instance, you as a business owner, you need to make sure that you are putting things in place to protect yourself, to protect your business, um, to recoup some of your money, to not have to pay health benefits right off the bat. Uh, and, And it's just overall a good way to to kind of have people ease their way into the company so protect yourself as a business hire somebody
1: I think that this is this is some well needed information and I don't think that there is an I I didn't even know this right and people don't understand um how expensive it is when companies invest on onboarding them, yes, it is so expensive. expensive, especially with the time. And then you just up and leave and say, "Oh, I don't like it." Yeah. And how do you, um, how do we get in touch with you so that we can make sure that we, especially as small business owners, because a lot of the time. The time and training is coming from the CEO, so we're taking yep. away time yep. from our business to invest into our people. Right. Um. How do we get a hold of you to make sure we cover ourselves?
0: So, so real quick though, yes. um, none of this is meant to say don't invest that time in oh, and effort money. To. Right. Right. Because, because
1: the people, the people are the lifeblood of your business. Yo.
0: So, so the quote um, that everybody listens to is uh, there's there's two people talking and what and um the manager says to a boss uh what if we invest in our people and they leave and the boss says what if we don't invest in them and they stay so you can we appreciate you for listening and we hope that you gained something of value for more information visit jacksoncorporatelaw.com and until next time always remember doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will